hallucinating nicotine I don't even know where to start Cause this is love and I have scars I'm getting a little close I'm getting a little closer to you Am I what you needed the most? I'm trying to find out what to do Everything is fine But maybe it's our time Another episode of the Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, the Mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. On this week's episode, it is my pleasure to welcome in Noah and Josh from Summer Heights. Gentlemen, how are you? Hey, what's Good up? Time. How are you? Doing all right. So it's been it's been a crazy time with this whole pandemic. How are you guys holding up? Pretty, pretty good. By you know, yeah, kind of bored sometimes, but working a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we'll we'll save all the COVID nineteen stuff for later. Let's talk a little bit about you guys to kind of get this get this going here. So, how did Summer Heights start? And is it just the two of you in the band, or do you have more? Yeah, um, we started in. Well, Josh and I met in 2017. We were both going to Lori at the time. Okay. Uh, yeah. So late. Tw- late 2017 like september and then nothing really happened for a year uh like 2018 we started to release music we released a demo back in 2018 really late 2018 that's kind of when we started because we got offered a show for uh to play with in case we crash uh, their ep release show uh 2018 and then 
I needed a drummer. I'm like, yo, Josh, want to play a show with me? Because I don't know anybody else to play with. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Let's do it right now. Let's do it. So, yeah, we kind of like met like that. That's awesome. And did you, when you guys met up, did you guys just start like writing songs or did Noah have any songs like written to start with or how did it work? Uh, Noah had some like skeletons down, uh, like, okay. some demos, and then he would come to my room and wake me up from naps usually. I do the drum like, parts for that. It's like, yo, I got this really cool idea for a song. Get out of bed. We're going to jam it. Literally, it'd, yeah. be like, it'd be like 4 p.m. and he'd be napping. I'm like, bro, we need. I need to finish it's this prime, song. It's prime nap time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's funny because he's right, though. Four o'clock is kind of like the ideal nap time. <laughs> I don't take naps. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that here first. They don't, they don't necessarily take naps. Well, no, <laughs> no it doesn't. <laughs> Josh takes many naps. I'm a nap enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, I, will, I will give you guys a I'll, I'll use that as kind of like the anecdote for this interview. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Last year, you guys put out the EP, Hold Me Close. Uh, Pens and Needles, man. That's probably my favorite song that you guys have, just period. Hey, thank what, you. What was the writing process and kind of like the... What's that song about? Yeah, I actually... That was, I guess, technically the very first song I had. I, I actually had that song, well, kind of like an idea, like the opening riff to that song written before we had released anything before i even met josh i just kind of was playing along with that riff and didn't really come into like anything for probably two years but i guess the the whole idea of this of the song is kind of just struggling with yourself and kind of being codependent on something else and being oh like i don't like kind of like the lyric in the chorus i don't want to do this on my own it's kind of like battling with yourself at the same time does that song come from like any personal experiences or so maybe not personal, but maybe something that you see like a friend or a family member going through? Yeah, I definitely think it, it it's kind of just like a, I feel like everyone kind of can relate to that in some, some way or another, because who doesn't struggle? <laughs> well, well, we're musicians. That's kind of true. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. And Josh, do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, no, just came up with the skeleton, and we were kind of just going off that riff, and then I came up with some drum parts for that. Yeah, so many people made fun of me for that, like, that riff. They're like, oh, it sounds like uh, some kid's show theme song. And I'm like, no, it's going to be a sick song, trust me. <laughs> yeah, well, if I mean, if you guys are passionate and confident in the music you guys make, then even, just, re just put it out there, and somebody will love it. Exactly. Just no such thing as a bad song. <laughs> I disagree, awesome. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you also, you guys also just mentioned when you guys were starting out, you played with "In Case We Crash." Yeah. How did how, did you guys? Now take me back to that night when you saw Simon and the guys playing. How? What was your initial thought of their performance, and how did you guys get to? working with simon on this music first i was like wow we suck <laughs> when I saw him, yeah because that was our very first show I'm like wow we have a lot of work to do but um i think after that show 
me and me and Simon were kind of just like we kind of like kept like in, in contact and like kept talking and stuff. Then I just told him I was like, oh, like I'm writing some like new music and stuff. Like I, I said something like, oh yeah, something along those lines. And he said, oh, like let me hear. And then I sent him our song Lip Balm, and then we kind of just said, oh, like like we'd be down to to record the song with you. And then Josh and I went in january 2019 right josh um early late december or early january yeah yeah it was something like that we went to go record and then we only planned on doing one single and then oh it was a voice crack (laughs) but uh (laughs) we just planned on doing one single and then we just really kind of vibed and everything so we're like yo let's let's do an ep and he was like totally down and we're like oh let's do another ep (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome now for influences, where do you guys draw your inspiration from for just the overall sound of the band? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, Josh, you have like, a, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, for like the drums for Summer Heights, I get a lot of inspiration from probably the Wonder Years. Okay. Like the, greatest, the Greatest Generation, that's probably one of my favorite albums. And then the drum intro for uh, I Just Want to Sell at My Funeral, that like totally inspired me to pick up the drumming and just practice on. Nice. So I guess, yeah, stuff like that's kind of where I draw inspiration from. That's awesome. And what about you, Noah? Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of the stuff we release is pretty dynamic and, like, it's each song has its own different vibe, different mood. So I feel like there's a lot of... Just every song kind of has its own specific influence. Like, I remember we were referencing a lot of... For Hold Me Close, we were re- referencing a lot of 1975... Um, third eye and blind for one song and then just kind of like your standard pop punk bands kind of like blink 182 like all those old ones and a lot of modern pop punk too really inspires us because a lot of it a lot of it does have a lot of innovative new things going on so yeah exactly and that's another thing too because when you look at the old wave of pop punk versus the new wave the new wave is definitely a lot a lot heavier but you still have a lot of i was like kind of elements of the older stuff like you've still got the elements from like blink 182 green day even fallout boy you can still kind of sense the influence in bands like neck deep knuckle puck story so far it's it's really cool to see yeah for sure and you see bands like stand atlantic and the main that are like writing a lot like kind of like the old pop punk a lot lighter less more of the big guitars and like I don't know if it's like angry or something, but it's it's a lot more like upbeat and kind of like a fun type of vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, guys. So I'm gonna put you on the spot here. What is one album that you guys absolutely cannot go a day without listening to? <laughs> Josh, what about you? <laughs> Probably "Dark Side of the Moon" by Pink Floyd. That's oh, just, very uh, nice. That's a classic. Very nice. Yeah, that's so. Oh, that's actually Josh actually got me into that album. Uh, an album for me i don't really know because i don't i don't really have a favorite album so it's kind of like it all, it's always constantly changing uh with what i'm listening to right now probably uh matt Carricus's solo album his first one is Ooh. just it, it hits it hits different it i, I love citizen but matt Carricus is solo album, i just like Ooh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Vibe. I have I haven't heard that album from Matt, but I do know Citizen, and I love Citizen, so yeah. I will definitely check that record out. Definitely All right. a great one. 
All right, now we're going to get into the real kind of like heart of the whole situation. As we all know, this whole situation with the coronavirus and everything being shut down. I mean, at the time of this interview being recorded and then eventually by the time it's released, things are starting to open up again. So there is a little bit of hope with all of this. But when this whole thing started two months ago, what were you guys what, like? What was going through your heads and well, as as people, but also as musicians, because I'm sure like everybody else that I've interviewed or maybe even people that I haven't interviewed, you guys probably had like shows or recording projects lined up. So what what happened? Yeah, we had we had uh, we actually had a couple shows that were like set in stone and we actually finished recording a bunch of songs right like us like probably like two weeks before all the closing started happening so we were so lucky that we had already finished the recordings and at first we were kind of like oh maybe we should push until i guess like the corona kind of like blows like it blows over a bit until like the fall or something and then we were kind of like this would be like a perfect opportunity right now to actually release a bunch of songs because who doesn't want music right now <laughs> That's true. Music's definitely gotten myself, especially through all of this, especially seeing like all my friends who are who are in bands putting up music on Spotify and all that. And it's really kind of it's been like a coping mechanism for me, because if I can't go and see the band, at least I can listen to them and kind of feel like I have a little piece of them. If that yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Josh, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I mean, it's a very stressful and crazy time, but I low-key just kind of relaxed, you know, focusing on just practicing drums, practicing other instruments, and just taking the time to really develop skills. So I think it's, yeah. there's always a positive to everything. As a drummer, I can absolutely attest to that. Like, I've been spending a lot of time just kind of in my basement, which is where I am right now. I've got <laughs> my drums next to me, <laughs> so yeah. that's... That's what I do. Like I, I post a lot of like videos of me just playing different stuff here and there. Okay. Yeah, my family's not too happy because everyone's home twenty four seven. So it oh, gets loud. <laughs> my my family's home twenty four seven too. But I I guess they're a little more laid back about it. I don't know. That's the life. Exactly. <laughs> so things. So <laughs> apart. So I guess apart from music, do you guys have like any other favorite? activities that you guys have been doing just to kind of like pass the time like do you guys play video games reading cooking because i know a lot of, i know a lot of bands that i've had on the show bring up cooking and their culinary skills quite a lot yeah minecraft's fun <laughs> uh i mean like i used to play a lot of sports can't really play sports right now though <laughs> so what do, you, what do you play uh, i used to play hockey uh pretty much my whole life then in high school, I played hockey and, like, tennis. That's awesome. Yeah. No, Josh cool. is a lifeguard, so... <laughs> oh, wow. Good for him. No, no pool's open right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ocean is your pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, I guess this is kind of a continuation of how has it impacted you guys. Did you guys have, like, jobs that you had, like, outside of the band that you guys... That they just said oh like you guys don't have to come to work for a while uh well i was working uh pretty much full-time at uh the city pool up in waterloo and okay. then, like early april they were just like yeah we, we have to close 
so I was out of a job. Still am out of a job for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when school is closed in March, I moved back home to Mississauga just to make be with family and stuff. And my job closed probably like a week after that. So oh man, now I'm just home. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it is tough being at home 24/7, but you try to make the most of it, especially. Because you can't really go anywhere else. Yeah, for sure. I, I saw a thing, like, right at the beginning of this, when... Because it's like you stay inside by choice, but then when the government forces you to, it's like Pingu, the penguin, being like, well, now I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, it's like, no, it's, well, now I'm not doing it. It's now all I want to do is just go outside, but you can't. Yeah. And... I, in a way, I kind of feel like a lot of us really took out took going outside and going to do all these fun activities for granted. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. For now, sure. Yeah, for sure. Now I'm like, oh, I, I need something outside. I need something more than just staying inside. Yeah. Now, did you? Now, this is a question I have not asked anybody else that I've interviewed. Did you guys have any concerts that you were looking forward to this summer that maybe have not been canceled yet but very likely will be oh so many oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, i was supposed to see harry styles july um yeah i'm a big fan harry styles so good um i mean like i have august concerts but uh, i don't know i'm the five seconds of summer um the Green Day tour with Green Day Weezer Fall Out Boy, that one. I have I have tickets to that one. And yeah. I'm just, waiting, I'm just waiting for its inevitable postponement. I know. And my chem and Justin Bieber in September. <laughs> well, Justin Bieber canceled all yeah. of his dates for the remainder of this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. But I, I really... I really hope the My Chemical Romance thing doesn't get canceled because that's something I've waited for since grade five. I know. I feel like every fan is just like, oh, I need to see My Chem. <laughs> well, I, I'm, an, I'm an OG My Chemical Romance fan. Like, I, I, was, I was 10 when... No, I was 11 when Black Parade came out. And I remember in grade six, like, I would always wear, like, black eyeliner and I dyed uh-huh. my hair. <laughs> I, I was that emo kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fake fan. I only found out about them after they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It happens. Like, I, I found out about Nirvana, like, some 12 or 13 years after Kurt Cobain died and the band yeah. broke up. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. So, I guess my ne- my final question for you guys here is... What do you guys think the music, I guess the landscape of live music, what is that all going to look like after all of this COVID stuff is is over? Like when the government says, oh, you guys can go out and see bands and you can go see your friends and all that. But the music thing, what is it all going to look like? Like, what do you guys think it'll be? Yeah, I definitely think the local scene is going to change a lot. I'm, in my opinion, I think it could possibly change for the better. I think that as soon as everything starts opening up, people are going to be more willing to go to shows and everything. Because I know a lot of venues are closing down. That really sucks. And then there's like limited venues and everything. And so people are going to want to go out. And like everyone's want is going to want to go out after this is over. So 
what are you going to go out and do? See live bands. Exactly, exactly. That's obviously the one thing that I'm really the most excited for. Like, I'm I'm not in a band right now, but you will always see me at any local shows in like Newmarket, Toronto, Oshawa. I'll yeah. even make I'll even make the trip to Mississauga, Oakville, if yeah. it means going going to see like all these really cool bands that I've had the great pleasure of getting to know and chat with over the years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's awesome, guys. Now, I guess now this is really going to be my last question. Apart <laughs> from, apart from music, when this whole thing is over, what is the first thing you guys are going to do? Like, where's the first place you're going to go? Burrito Boys. Nice. <laughs> but, but wait, aren't aren't they on like Uber or Skip the Dishes or anything like that? I don't know. Just the experience, man. The experience of going inside, <laughs> seeing all the ingredients in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. To be fair, like I am in complete smokes poutinery withdrawals right now. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. I've I've been I've been literally like ordering McDonald's poutine for the past like every day for the past like month and a bit it's oh. not the same not me and josh are poutine lovers i don't oh, know if josh is i forget minus gravy minus okay. the gravy <laughs> minus the gravy but the gravy is the best part it's okay one time we switched the gravy for maple syrup <laughs> it was actually oh, so was, good that was so good it was very, so good very canadian of you i know <laughs> all right wait you guys talk about put- being poutine enthusiasts. Welcome to my world. We're going to be friends now. <laughs> yes. All right, let's grab poutines when this is all over. Sounds good, guys. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with me. This was, this was a lot of fun. You guys are definitely one of the best bands that I've interviewed so far in terms of just like, because I know you guys are still a relatively new band, but you guys have already made such a name for yourselves. So my sincerest kudos to you guys and thank i wish you. you nothing but the best moving Thanks, forward after, so all, after all of this is over the first show that you guys play i will definitely be there what i would like to do and this is just like a personal thing i would love to get all of the bands that i've interviewed this season to do like one big festival oh yeah oh that'd be Very awesome sweet. just just get just open up the backyard and just just play and have have oh, a good that'd be, time. That'd be so I'm much in. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, guys. Yeah. Well, as always, this has been the Danimals Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been Noah and Josh from Summer Heights. They've got an EP called Hold Me Close, which is available on Spotify. And you guys also are putting out some new stuff soon too, right? Yes, uh, May twenty second. Awesome. Well, this is perfect timing for the interview because by the time this interview is up, it'll be the end of May. So that song will be available on iTunes and Spotify and I guess wherever you get music. As always, guys, we'll see you on another episode. Take care.